I have with me Anthony Scaramucci. He is a financier, political consultant, and former White House director of communication. And I want to talk to him about different things. Anthony, thanks so much for coming on. I appreciate it. Well, I mean, Jesse, you remember how we met, right? No, remind me. You were coming at me on Twitter, so I sent you a direct message. So invite <laughs> me on the show. Oh yeah, yeah. You were firing. You were firing missiles at me. I call you Beta, huh? I can't remember what you called me. That's all right. I, you know, I never take any of this stuff that seriously. But yeah. and I looked, I looked into you and your life. I said, all right, this guy, has got some soulful mojo, and I invited myself on your show and you accepted my invitation. So thank you. Yeah. Thank you. And thank you for coming on. So I need to know more about you. I don't know you that well. I want to, are you a Christian? Oh yeah. Well, I'm Roman Catholic. You know, I got, I got raised Roman Catholic. And so I still, if you're asking me if my still a Christian or have I been secularized? No, I'm still a Christian. And what uh, does it I haven't been to church in the last six months uh, primarily from, you know, the COVID-19, but I do, I do go to church and, uh, my five children, uh, the older ones have all been, you know, baptized and gone to communion and confirmation and, and so forth. Right on. And what does it mean to you, Anthony, to be a Christian? What does that mean to you? Or a Catholic, well, which is the same I thing? Wanna, I don't want to, I don't want to oversimplify it. I think you either have to, first of all, you know, you could you can adopt Christian philosophy and not accept the resurrection, or you can accept the resurrection and, and adopt Christian philosophy. And those, in my opinion, are two very different things. And so I'm in the latter category where I accept the resurrection. And I it's, believe in the resurrection of Christ. And so therefore, uh, I think it's a little bit more fundamental and a little bit more ingrained in terms of uh, what I want to do with my life philosophically. Are you married? I am married, yes. And are you the head of your wife? Am I what? The head of your wife. Well, I mean, am I her boss? Is that what you mean? No, are you the head of your wife? Yeah, I'm not exactly sure what that means, Jess. So uh, when you say, am I the head of my wife? I'm not her boss. I mean, we have a great partnership. Uh, uh, but I mean, you know, we have a lot of mutuality of respect. I mean, there's... There's no political correctness in our relationship, if you mean that. You know, I think we probably have pretty much traditional roles in terms of our marriage. Well, Christian men, those who have been uh, a, a believer, truly believe in God, if they're married, they are the head of their wives as Christ is the head of them. And they lead their wives and children in the right way to go because women need men to lead them as men need Christ. Do you agree with that? Well, you know, I mean, I'm Catholic, so I mean, that may be some, that may be evangelical Christian stuff. I never, I never, that that's not in the teachings of um, the Catholic Church. Oh, okay. So, uh, so a Catholic, being a Catholic, it's different than being a Christian. Well, no, I mean, again, they're both in the theology of Christ, and if you remember, the uh, the Catholic Church is the original church. I mean, that was uh, founded by Saint Peter who was the first pope, and then the sects of Christianity sort of splintered out. You know, they're, you know the, uh, the evangelical Christian uh, community is a ultimately is a derivation of the Greek Orthodox Church and the Roman Catholic Church. If you really 
study early Christian theology, uh, you know, you've got the you've got the early Christians in Egypt, and you've got the early Christians in Lebanon, and then you have the diaspora, uh, which led to um, the Roman Catholic Church being founded by uh, Emperor Constantine. Amazing. So, do you believe there's good and evil? Uh, yes. Okay. Um, you took the, uh, at one time you worked for the president as his White House director of communication for about seven days or so. Why did you take that job? All right. Well, well, Jess, it was 11 days. Don't ship me out of the last <laughs> day. It was like meaningful to me, you know? Uh, I'm telling um, you. Yeah. 11 why, days. Sorry. Why did I take that job? I think it's interesting for your listeners to hear why I took that job. Uh, this is a cautionary tale on ego. I think when you get your ego involved in things, uh, you start to have misjudgment. Because remember, ego comes from self-centeredness and centrism. So egocentrism. And so, you know, I grew up in a blue-collar family. I built two very successful or reasonably successful businesses. And I had worked for the president as a political fundraiser and as a media advocate on his behalf in 2016. So when he took the job, he's an unorthodox guy, as we both know, yeah. he offered me that job. But one of the principal reasons why I got the job, it was July of 2017. Uh, there was a tremendous amount of leaking going on in the White House. And in fairness to the president, that wasn't fair to him. He's trying to get the administration on good foundation, a good you know grounding, if you will. And so he brought me in and asked me to help him remove some people that were leaking on him. Of course, I made a very famous mistake. Uh, I trusted somebody uh, that I grew up with, and I said something off color, which was regrettable. And again, it was a fireball mistake. And so I got fired by General Kelly 11 days after I started. Uh, having said that, I never blamed anybody for it other than my myself. Right. You asked me why I took the job. Uh, that was born from egocentrism. That was born from, uh, had I had thought about it more rationally and less emotionally, I probably wouldn't have taken that job. It wasn't suited for my skill set, but the intoxication and the seduction of working in the White House uh, made me override those rational uh, thoughts. So at the time that you took the job, you didn't support what the president was about. You didn't believe in conservatism and what the no, president no, no, was no. about. I, no, 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 that's not, no, no, that's not, you're asking me about why did I take that job? And so, I yeah. Think I was all suited to be the communications director. You see right, but did you believe in and support yes. what the president was no, about? I'm a, I'm a life, I'm a lifelong conservative. Uh, and by and large, I was supporting what the president was about, but there's a lot of things about him that are not Christian, and there's a lot of things about him that are not conservative. And I think as you look at the scales of that now, uh, his personality and what he is doing is a subversion of a lot of those things. So no, I no longer support him, but I'm still a, a conservative, and I'm still a conservative Republican. But at the time, you believed in what the president was about and what he was promoting, right? I did. Yes, I did. Okay. And so you, you worked for the president and uh, you are, am I right in believing that you are a conservative Republican? I am. Mm -hmm. And what does that mean to be a conservative Republican? 
Well, I mean, you were talking about the teachings of the church. Uh, uh, you know, I'm, I'm more of a libertarian uh, because I do believe in the separation of church and state, uh, which is a foundational principle in the Constitution and is in the First Amendment for a reason. Uh, so I try to separate my religious uh, beliefs from the government uh, because I think we have to allow people in our country to have religious freedom and to express the religions in many different forms. There's obviously three very large religions, institutional religions, and there, there are others. And I think this has been a place, this 244-year experiment has been a place to allow for that individuality and freedom. And so I think that's a bedrock of conservatism. Uh, if you read Edmund Burke or J.S. Mill or John Locke, uh, the philosophers of the Enlightenment, to really distill what conservatism is to me, it is about the expression of individual liberty. And if you want to tie it back to Jerusalem, because I do think it is threaded from the foundation stone, uh, which is now the Dome of the Rock, and it threads through Athens up into Rome, out to Great Britain and France and into the United States. What is that conservatism? It is the Western liberal idea not liberal from a political context, but liberal in terms of freedom. It is the Western liberal idea of the individual being sacred and the individual being created equal uh, in the eyes of God. And so that, to me, is the bedrock of conservatism. Um, General Kelly at the time, uh, he was the White House chief of staff at the time. He is now proven to be a rhino Republican. Are you surprised by that? I don't see him as a rhino Republican. You don't? don't why not? You know, well, because uh, he he has spent 40 years of his life in the U.S. Marines. And since he was retired, one of the things that flag officers, particularly Marine flag officers, try to do is stay out of the politics. So uh, I see him more as an independent than I see him as a Republican. Republican or a Democrat. But he doesn't have any courage. He's not an honest man. He's not able to stand up. He is a rhino. He seems to go along just to get along. And he doesn't seem to respect men. Uh, how, okay. how do you would, feel about that? All right. Well, I would disagree with that. And uh, obviously he, he fired me. And so our relationship started out rocky. But uh, I've got a close personal relationship with him today. Uh, 40 years in the U.S. Marine Corps. He's a four-star general. He's also a Gold Star family member. He lost his son, Robert, in Iraq. Unfortunately, he stepped on a landmine uh, and died instantly about 13 years ago. Uh, and I see General Kelly as an American patriot. And I see General Kelly as someone that believes in the U.S. Constitution and the foundational principles of the Constitution. Well, he's still I don't a right on though. He's still pathetic. Let me ask... Uh, I know you're a male, but are you a man? I, I, I don't know how you're defining that, my man. I don't know how you define it. And how do you define man? What is a man? How do I define a man? Yes. Well, I mean, listen, I mean, uh, I if, you're, if, you're, if you're saying to me, do I believe in the whole concept of androgyny and the no, spectrum? No, I'm asking. I'm just asking you, uh, Anthony. What is a man? I, I probably haven't thought about it as much as you have. But why you know, not? To me, to me uh, there's a lot of different components to being a man. 
Uh, I think the stuff I take the most pride in is being a dad and being a provider to my family and also uh, having a backbone and, and uh, being somebody that uh, people can rely on, you know? Uh, so a man is someone that provides, uh, being someone that people can rely on. Am I right? Yeah. Should you be able to trust a man? Is a man trustworthy? Well, I don't think it's just men. I think women should be. But I'm asking about a man. Is a man trustworthy? Sure. sure. Where are you going, my brother? Where I'm getting going? there. Just, just, just ride with me. I'm getting right. to know you, and so I'm, I'm asking because I don't want to assume anything. I never assume. So is a man trustworthy? You do, you do assume a little because you were coming at me pretty hard on Twitter. So you do assume a little, you know, you're you're and I get it because you got a following and you've got a certain philosophy and certain principles. But I think that the reason why I wanted to come on your show is that what we have to do is we have to break down the stereotypes that we have of each other and certainly what we see of each other on social media, what we may see of each right. other on television or even radio. And I think as we get to know each other better, what happens is you get a mutuality of respect and you get a mutuality of uh, potential cooperation long-term. Right. You're absolutely right. Is a man trustworthy? Uh, should be. Yes, absolutely. Would a man ever turn on a friend? Let's say that you work for me. You and I agreed, but something went wrong. We just agreed on something and you left. Would you ever turn on me? Well, I, I, I believe in reciprocity. You know, I don't believe in asymmetrical relationships. I believe that relationships have to be symmetrical. So would I turn on you? No, but if you turned on me, okay, you would, you would definitely lose my support uh, you would definitely there's there's no asymmetry to loyalty. There's no asymmetry to friendship. Uh, it needs to be symmetrical. Are you a man that can be trusted? Oh, yeah, for sure. And so now you're supporting the Democratic Party by supporting Joe Biden. Joe Biden no, is a four. Joe Biden is a four left liberal radical. He doesn't know if it's night or day, it appears. Right. And uh, he supported abortion. He support abortion. He support. He support homosexuality, same sex marriage, and all that. Let me just finish. Let me just finish. And you are now supporting that by supporting Joe Biden. Are you you? And it appears that you have turned on President Trump. You you. Uh, turn on the great white hope, right? And you turn on conservatism. Could you be trusted now? Well, certainly I could be trusted, yeah, because I didn't turn on anything, actually. What I'm more concerned about is the, the country and the institutions of our democracy, and I'm more concerned about the, the 244-year experiment that is America and the threat that President Trump represents to that democracy. And so that supersedes uh, political philosophy. That That's more of a, a systemic issue. But uh, uh, Trump turned on me first. I didn't turn on him. And that's why you turned on him, because you believe he turned on you? No, no, no. No, no. You're not allowed to attack my family members from the presidential Twitter feed. 
So what happened was Mr. Trump went after the squad, uh, three African-American women and uh, and and one Hispanic. Those woman. women are evil. Uh, but they have a right to be in the country. They're born and the in the president country. has a right to say what he wanted to say about them. And if uh, no well, women, have, uh, listen, he didn't turn told, on them by being okay. honest about no, them. No, no, no. You see, now, now we're getting, you see, it's your show. So if you want to talk over me, you can. But if you want to hear my point of view, I'll share it with you. It's up to you. Oh, I want to know, as a man who is a Catholic and married with children, can you be trusted now that you have gone gotten on board with Joe Biden and the Democrats? Can sure, you be trusted? Absolutely. Can the president be trusted? He's told 22,000 lies since he got the office. Can the president be trusted? He's taking mail sorting machines out of the U.S. Post Office to try to contrive the election. Can the president? How be many trusted? lies have you told since turning on the president? How many lies have I told? Yes. I I'm not telling any lies, bro. How many lies know. have Joe Biden told? Look at, look, at, since, look at my face, my man. I'm, I'm 56 years old. I don't need to tell any lies. How I many lies well have Joe Biden told since running for president? Well, less than Trump. How many has he told? I have no idea. He's a politician. So, so why is it that you know how many the great white hope have told, but not you don't know how many Joe Biden have told? He's not the great white hope, my man. He's a very dangerous guy. No, but he, I'm asking you, you, you know how many, you know, that's, quote that's, unquote, how many the president have told. He's not the great white hope. You don't, you don't go after the institutions of the country. He swore an oath. You want to talk about a disavowal? I know, but you didn't answer my question. Why is it that you don't know how many lies Joe Biden have told, but you know how many lies the great white hope? I'm told. Why don't you know how many lies Joe Biden told? Well, I'm probably paying closer attention to President Trump. But you should pay closer attention for Joe Biden since you're supporting but him now. You're, but you're but you're you're missing something that I think is very very important in the conversation. You you the the, the first test as a patriot is do you believe in the constitutional system and the diffusion of power and the separation of powers that have made us all free? that have allowed me to live the American dream the same way you have. Do you believe in that, yes or no? If you believe in that, then you can't impart your religious views on others. Your religious views are your views and the views of your family. My if, you concern. Don't believe in, if, you don't, if you don't believe in that, then that's fine. You're entitled to your opinion under the process of freedom of speech. My concern but, is greater than that, uh, uh, Anthony. That? My concern is greater than that because what I've noticed is that uh, people such as yourself, they pretend to be conservative Republicans. And when things don't go their way, they jump ship, they become rhinos, and they support the Democrats. We need a government that works for the people and not against yeah, them. And we I can understand that maybe you disagree. We got to get rid of President Trump. I can understand that maybe you disagree with the president, you, but I don't understand have, what type of person some, would go out and the, support. The, hold on, hold on a minute. I don't understand what type of person would go. Hold on one minute. Hold on, Anthony. I, I can't trust a man that would. I understand you disagree with the president. You got fired. You disagree. But you went from pretending to be a, a Republican to so uh, totally supporting a far left liberal radical party like the Democratic Party. 
I, it says a lot about your character, and I don't know how you hold your head up knowing that we can see another, uh, both sides of you now. How do you live with yourself like that? I live with myself just fine. How do you live with yourself supporting that guy, man? You, you That's a dangerous guy. He's, he's destroyed your economy. But you pretended to support him at one time. Were you pretending? No, no, no. My my support, as your support should be as a citizen and a voter, should be conditional upon performance. He doesn't have unconditional support from me. He's not my family member. He's not my wife. He's not my brother. He, he was hired to do a job. Keep America safe. Make America richer. Spread out the wealth in America. Strengthen our alliances around the world. He's made America weaker. He's made America sicker. He's made America poorer. He's classically But you're going after the, you're not just going he's after the president. You're trying to help support bully, destroying the whole country. He blew bullies his private citizens from the presidential Twitter feed. Uh, Anthony, 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 Anthony because of time, but those are talking points. Because of time, those are talking points. I want to ask you talking points. Those are talking points. Joe Biden blamed the president for all the uh, the terrorist attack upon America by the far left liberal radical. Percent his fault. Let me let me let me. Percent the president's fault. Hold on, hold on, hold on. His, hold on, hey, Anthony. I haven't asked a question yet. The economy. Anthony, I haven't asked a question. No, but it's the president's far fault. Far left liberal radical Black Lives Matter is a radical organization that was founded by fat black radical lesbians and antifa radical white people. Uh, Joe Biden and the Democrats are allowing these things to happen in the city. They are doing nothing to stop the violence. And they blame it on President Trump. Do you agree with that? I do Do disagree with that, yes. You disagree with Joe Biden? No, I disagree with what you're saying. What am I saying that you disagree with? Well, uh, the, the Black Lives Matter movement is not as radicalized as you're professing. Joe Biden is not as radicalized as you're professing. And the racial tension in the country has been exacerbated by President Trump, not made better. And the fact that he mishandled the economy, blew up the economy. uh, And during the Obama administration, you had 4.7 percent unemployment when Obama left. And you've got 10.2 percent unemployment. And you talk about conservatism. You're not an honest man. That's why I call you a beta. I call you beta male because you're right on now, and I'm disappointed. All right. All right. Well, let me let me tell you. So I appreciate you bringing me on. Uh, and what happens in our society today is because we're not going to we're not going to stipulate what the facts are. We're going to argue about the facts. So therefore, you can't even have a fair and honest debate. But, but you're blaming say. the far here's left liberal radical. I'll tell you why I respect you though. Because you were coming after me on Twitter, which is your right to do. I'm a public figure. And and I messaged you to ask you to have me on your show. And you accepted that. So I respect you for that. What we're going to disagree. And here's what we should do. Let's, but, make a, let's make a deal together, okay? All right. Why don't we do this again after the election? That'll be fine. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, do you agree with me that one of the best things that the Democrats have done to assure that President Trump is reelected is about is by is uh, allowing the uh, violence in their cities and states that they control. 
that they are causing more people to vote for President Trump than probably would have voted for him before? Okay, so so you're going to, you're, you're, believe it or not, you and I are going to actually agree on that. I think that the way they're handling the riots, which to me, they do seem organized and they seem somewhat planned, which should scare everybody. But the way the riots are being handled and the way the uh, left, whether it's Bill de Blasio or others, have handled these great cities has been a systemic failure. So you and I are going to agree on that, actually. We agree on that. Do black lives matter? Do black lives matter? Of course, black lives matter. And what does that mean, black lives matter? Well, I, I don't know what it means to the organization known as Black Lives Matter, but I know what it means to me. What's that? Uh, what does it mean? That there's a sacredness to life and that if our if we have racial tension, that's dividing America and that whether it's fact based or feelings based, it really doesn't matter. If you've got a large group of people, particularly in the African-American community or the black community that feel threatened by police officers in a different way than white people feel threatened by police officers, we have to address it. We have to heal that and we have to make it better. If so black blue, people blue lives matter to me, black lives matter to me, white lives matter to me. Do all lives all, matter? All lives matter to me. Absolutely. So life, let me life ask. Is sacred on our planet. But, but if you're asking me, do we have racial tension in our country? Yes, we do. I grew up in an area where there were blacks and whites. We had a lot of racial tension. Should we have had it? No. Am I older and more mature now? Absolutely. Would I like to see it better for all people? I would. Would I like you and me to be judged by the content of our character and not the color of our skin? Absolutely. So let me ask, if black people were to get married, fathers and mothers set a good examples for their children. Mm-hmm. Would black people be better off or worse off? I don't, I don't know the individual say if you're, if you're saying, is it better for children to be in nuclear families versus not nuclear families? Uh, uh, in some cases, I believe that that's the case. In some other cases, if a woman is married to somebody violent, no, but I'm going to ask you a simple question. If black people got married and fathers and mothers set a good example for the children, raised them, be a good example, taught them to work, be responsible, to treat all people the way they would like to be treated, would black people be better off today or worse off? Yeah. Again, I think you're making an overly generalized statement. No, so I just would like a yes or no to the question. An generalized answer would be yes. But a, so but why a, aren't you people pushing that rather than all of this fake ideal about racism, police brutality, uh, slaverism, uh, and all that? Why aren't you pushing, uh, hey, you black people, you need to go back to family? Because when I grew up on a plantation, as you know, I guess. I grew up under the Jim Crow laws. And I was born on a plantation. We, ra- we uh, worked the plantation. I remember for uh, blacks only science and all that. But because black people got married, they were taught, they worked hard, they bought land, they treated all people the way they would like to be treated. They didn't blame other people, they didn't blame the white folks and all that. Black people were doing very well. It didn't change until the fake civil rights movement started, which should have never happened. 
That's when blacks gave their lives over to the so-called black leaders and the government. And it's just been downhill since then. Why aren't you people promoting family rather than all these other false excuses? Don't don't overgeneralize, Jesse. You can't say you people because it's not me. I, I, I don't hear you promoting family for the black people. Well, I, I it's not just for the black people. I, I promote family for all people. But not, I don't hear, ever hear you promoting for the black. You're blaming President Trump for something he has nothing. Black people have been tripping for 70 President years Trump. now. And you're when saying President that Trump puts out a tweet that he wants to knock out lower income housing. I do, in too. Suburbs. I'm sorry. Would you rather for black people to live in low income houses or work hard by their own home and live like normal people? What would you prefer? Uh, well, I would like everybody to live. In How about the blacks? Housing. How about the blacks? But, but again, it's all people. But you, what you're missing. How about the blacks? Though? I'm asking about the blacks. My didn't start with any money. Man. I know that. The black but, can but, do the but, same. But, but, but I got buddies of mine that were in lower income housing in the neighborhood I grew up in. That went on to live the American dream. So why don't you recommend that to matter. Black Lives Matter rather than this fake idea about racism and police police brutality? It's not real. Do you agree with so me that there's no there's no there's no fear for African American young men when they are interacting with the police? Absolutely no. Okay. Absolutely right. no. Right. Well, are you yeah, surprised what, that Joe Biden? Are you surprised? It's a lie. Black people are not afraid of cops. They're lying to you. And if you notice, Anthony, the people who are getting hurt or affected by cops, which is minor, they are overreacting. They are not following the instructions of the officers. And they're all thugs and criminals. Decent black people are not being affected by cops. Have you noticed that? Well, Doc Rivers, whose father was a cop, uh, says that he has to have a conversation with his children related to the potentiality of them uh, being stopped by police officers. But you're not so, answering my question. I, I asked, have you I, noticed I, that I, these I are black people? I don't know the answer because, Jesse, I don't know the answer to your question, okay? I'm telling you my observation is some of what you're saying is true and some of what you're saying is not true because— What have I said that's look, not true? Well, you said that good people or, you know, decent blacks, decent blacks yeah, are, are not affected right. by the interaction with police. That's why the decent black want cops Doc in the Rivers, community. It's the thugs. OK, but Doc Rivers is an example of that. He gave a speech last week. What do you uh, say about the thugs? Who, who hate cops, but the decent black people, Black Lives Matter, the radical far left, fat black Less because they want to defund cops, right? But decent black people want cops in the community. So if decent black people want cops, who do you support? The decent blacks or the far less liberal radical like Black Lives Matter? I I support decency around the board. So do you want to defund the cops? Do I want to? No, Joe Biden doesn't want to defund the cops. Well, why hasn't he denounced that? Of course he has. When? He, He said it again. It's in the platform of the Democratic Party. You be- no, no, no. Clyburn said it. Joe oh. Biden said it. None of these guys wanted to fund the cops. Let me ask you this. The so Democratic Party voted. Trump says that Biden's against fracking. Joe Biden's out there yesterday saying he's for fracking. Anthony, the Democratic Party uh, 
you know, that, that guy, Doc Rivers, I kind of remember who he is. He's a weak guy. He's evil. I wouldn't follow him. Don't listen to him, Anthony. He's a, he's a beta male. But let me don't, ask you. Don't be demonizing people, my no, man. No, he's a, he's a beta male. Let me don't ask. Don't be demonizing people. No, I'm calling it out as it is. He's evil. You do a little bit of demonization there, don't you? No, that. he's all, evil. That's the guy that cried on the camera, all, right? All human beings. Don't be demonizing. Isn't he the guy that from the NBA that cried on camera? Yeah, you cannot. He's a beta male. All right, man. But let I me ask you. I see where you're going all this. Do me a favor, though, because I, 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 I had an 1130 Yeah, meeting, I know. So Let me ask really fast. The last but question. I, I don't, I don't want to be rude to you, but the flip side is I want you to invite me back after the election. And you will come back, right? Will I come back? Yeah. yeah 100%. One last <laughs> quick question. The Democratic, party, the, the Democratic Party voted in the last election to get rid of God as a platform as a part of their platform with the Democratic Party. They voted that at their convention. Do not you support true. that? I don't support that. And what you said is not true. It and is they, true. They said the Pledge of Allegiance all four nights under God. All four nights. The There's actual videotape. They want so, to get rid of under God and the Pledge of Allegiance. Do you support they that? They, they said the Pledge of and Allegiance. And you're not an honest man. All four nights. Your, your wife don't like honest men, just honest men. Yeah, I'm not being dishonest. So all of that's factual. So you got to be careful when you file Trump because he's telling so many lies and he says them so many times over and over again. You can start to believe. I can't lies. trust you. You turn on a friend, even no, if no, you no. don't disagree. No, even no, if no, you no, disagree no. with him, he, I wouldn't go out. I wouldn't go out and put. Hey, hey, Jess. You don't go after my family members on the presidential Twitter but feed. I wouldn't go out and put look, down the man that go, gave me a Jesse, job either. Do I go, Jesse, do I look like Ted Cruz to you? No, do that's for like sure, no. You don't go after my family members on the presidential Twitter feed without having a fight with me. But you turn you're, on you're your boss. I didn't turn on him. He a turned real on man would not go out and turn. Oh, he would have appreciation for the job, but he wouldn't turn on. I never go after my wife on the presidential Twitter feed, man. Prediction. Will the president be re Will the great white hope be reelected or no? He's going to get annihilated. No, he's going to be reelected. I'm going to have you back. You're going to invite me back after he loses so badly, and then we'll have the aftermath conversation of why he lost so badly. We'll have you back. Thank you so much, Anthony, for coming on. Yes, good to be here. I appreciate you bringing me on, though. It means a lot to me. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you, buddy. Well, okay. Eight 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 seven seven five three seven seven three. That was Anthony Scaramucci, financier, political consultant, and former White House director of communication. This is why I can't. I'm not for Rhino Republicans. They're not honest. Rhinos are not honest. They're no different than the Democrats. That's why they so easily support the Democrats. Their hearts have not been renewed. Amazing. And don't forget to like, follow, tweet, subscribe, and share the Jesse Lee Peterson Radio Show, folks. We really appreciate it. We are at war. It is a spiritual battle for the soul of America. And it's going to take all of us to do it.